and a geeky sensibility. Each episode, we'll talk about one of the games that left an impression on us as kids, put on some rose-tinted glasses, and reminisce about it. Then, replay the game and see how it's held up over the years. This episode, we're putting it all on red and talking about Vegas Dreams for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm Katie. I'm Chris. We've got our dice ready to go, so let's hit the button. Hit the button! Which makes zero sense unless you've been to Vegas and played that very specific craps machine. If you walk by those machines in <laughs> Vegas, you will hear someone hit the button. Hit, hit it. it. So welcome, everyone, to another random non-Rose episode. This is going to be one of our more obscure ones, I think. Yeah. This is, this is talking about... A game that we played on the Nintendo at our grandparents' house. Where she and had we have all referenced of, this. We have referenced this because they had two yeah. games. They had Super Mario <laughs> Brothers, which also included Duck Hunt, and this game, which all we knew was a casino game. Yes, which we were convinced was Caesar's Palace, which we were wrong. <laughs> to be fair, we were only convinced it was Caesar's Palace because you went to too many games, saw Caesar's Palace, and thought, there yeah. can't be that many casino games for the <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> it must be the one we played. Turns out, it wasn't. The game we did play was Vegas Dream. So that's why we're doing a fun non-Rose episode on that today. So... We just thought it wasn't worth trying to, you know, remember this game before we played it because it was just a gambling game. So I think let's just let's just get into it. Chris, can you tell yeah. me a little bit about Vegas Dream? So Vegas Dream was developed by HAL Laboratory in 1988 in Japan and 90, 1990 in North America for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I should say it was released. It was clearly not developed. Yeah, sorry. In two separate years. <laughs> this is what I get for reading the notes verbatim <laughs> and not reading them beforehand. <laughs> He'll read anything on the teleprompter. Oh. <laughs> uh, so it was a game yeah. about playing casino games. There was a handful. Um, some fun facts about this game. At the time, Kaizo Sawa was writing music to some of other HAL Laboratories video games, such as, you're, you're going to have to say this game name. S such as Tokoro-san no Mamaro mo Semeru mo. Thank you. Probably still got it wrong, but close enough. <laughs> so they had, a, the whole it, point, they had someone who does music. Yeah. And instead, they hired a professional keyboardist, uh, Kunu Kawachi, to compose the game's soundtrack while Sawa worked on sound design and provided the sound driver, which is an important thing for some of these early games because it wasn't a given. Yeah. So Vegas Dream is Kuni Kawachi's only video game to date. <laughs> so that's a that's a fun little put in your hat, I guess. It's like, oh yeah, I worked on Vegas Dream for uh, the one Nintendo. One video game. <laughs> <laughs> so far, as 
I'll let you read this note because you're the one that figured this out. Apparently, it's it's possible to win this game? So, I learned a lot of things while doing the notes for this episode. You can win <laughs> this game. You could, you could actually beat the house? You could beat the house by earning over $10 million. $10 million. At which point, the player is seen reclining by a pool. <laughs> 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 and then taking a limousine to a show with their partner. Nice. The other ending to the game, because there is another ending, which I'm pretty sure we did experience as kids, was should oh, the sure player lose all of their money, the staff at Hal Palace, which is the uh, casino they're at, will give the player one final pull on the slot machine to win some money. If you don't win, then the player has to bid goodbye and a, and a screen appears showing the person heading towards a plane ready to depart Vegas to end the game. I mean, I feel like that's how most trips from Vegas. <laughs> I mean, obviously you leave, leave Vegas at some point, but you got to leave Vegas at some point. So yeah, <laughs> so that that was it. That's the game. It's go to Vegas, win some money, and leave. This game is especially appropriate for us to be playing because we were just in Vegas a couple weeks ago. So it is kind of yeah. fun to be covering a <laughs> Vegas game. So let's get into the. I guess, mechanics of this game. There is, in theory, a plot that you fly to Vegas to play in Vegas and then you leave Vegas. That's the plot. Yes, that's, <laughs> that sounds pretty pretty straightforward. But the whole point of the game was to have the quote-unquote Vegas experience, including not only gambling, but they have little mini events. If you're playing in the their version of the campaign mode, which is Vegas Dreams versus the one-off mode, which is where you just play the game, yeah. You start with $700, and as you're playing, random events will pop up, and you can answer yes or no. You can gamble. Some of them are gambling events. Some of them are just random events. In the random events, you have a 50-50 chance of them being good or bad. And so you can get married in the game. You can go on <laughs> dates in the game. It's wild. You can fall down a set of stairs. You can get hit by a chandelier. This is not a joke. <laughs> I kind of remember some of these. I, I remember the remember one getting robbed. And being I remember very the one upset. where you could get robbed. Yeah, and I was very which upset. Was, as a which was which was a fun thing. Which is a fun thing when I got a message from you where you were talking about playing Vegas Dreams, and then all of a sudden you just put in all caps. Oh my God, Kyle just got robbed, <laughs> and I was like, I'm assuming this was in game because yes. I feel like it would have been phrased slightly differently <laughs> if it was real. You wouldn't have said. You wouldn't have said, OMG, Kyle just got robbed if he was actually, like, mugged on the streets. You never know. You never know. But, yeah, so getting into the actual game, there were four different games you could be playing. You can either play Blackjack, Roulette, Slots, or Keno. Which I thought you could play Craps, and clearly that was not correct. So this is how, when mixing in a little bit of our play experience here, Chris bought the Caesars game, thinking it was the game that we had, because, again... How many casino games are there for the Nintendo system? Uh, more yeah. than you think. And we Apparently. Go to, we go to play it when he was in town, and we don't recognize it. Both Chris and I are like, this doesn't feel right. Like, and we I don't think this is right. And like, we were we like walking play. around the floor, which is something we had never done before. Yeah. And we're like, this is just... And they had, I think they had crap. No, they didn't have craps in that one either. They didn't have craps in that one either. But that's how, because the games were kind of right, because they did have roulette. They did have blackjack. So we're like, maybe mm-hmm. it is. We were very confused. So we, so as Chris is trying to look at the Caesar game, I Google really quick casino games for the NES and 
seven or eight popped up. So I'm looking through them <laughs> and one appears, it's Vegas Dreams and it's this neon American flag because it's like bright pink and bright yeah. blue American flag. And I was like, oh God, I think that's it. So I'm like, Chris, Chris, we got to try Vegas Dreams. We have a way, we have we, we got to play a different game that we didn't have on us. Don't worry about it. It was a ROM. It's fine. <laughs> this game is not available anywhere. So we go yeah. pull up we pull up the Vegas Dreams game and that that American flag pops up on the screen and the music start playing and the Chris music, and I both were like, yeah. Oh my god, nope. this is it. <laughs> this is it. As soon as the music started playing, we're like, Oh, yep. Yeah, and then we and then we hop in, and it has the four the games, and we started recognizing all the imaging and the the music uh-huh. playing, and we're like, nope, this is it. This is the game we played yeah. as a kid. So again, there's four different games. The actual play of you get again, you start with the seven hundred dollars. Betting is a pain because you go up one by dollar by dollar to bet. You, yeah, you there's no memory of the system of like you bet ten last time, you'll bet ten again this time. Nope, you have to click up to it every single time. And the NES does not scroll quickly, so this was a nope. painful experience at times. <laughs> and it's funny that there's Kino and Roulette because those are like effect, not the same game, but practically the same game. Similar. Also, who plays Kino in a casino? My picture of Kino Just is in gas liquor stations. stores, gas stations, and bowling the alley. bowling alley. Yeah, yeah just about. Like, so we Kino was not one we played a lot as kids. We played mostly blackjack, roulette, and slots. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is you can, on blackjack, you can't split everything that you can in real life. You can only split aces, mm-hmm. which was interesting. That's interesting, which is, it's weird that they don't, because like that should be a thing. Like, yeah, but no, it's only That shouldn't aces. be that hard. And there's, a, there's only very certain situations you could double down. It's not always available. That's true in real life, isn't it? You can't always double. No, but it was it was weird. There was some weird circumstances. Okay. There's some weird rules written in that we didn't understand. That's another thing. Again, probably if there's a guide, we would see this. There's no explanation of any of these games anywhere in the game itself. No, of course not. Because, <laughs> you know, who doesn't know how to play blackjack? I mean, it's six-year-old us. as kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... I will say my grandmother absolutely did teach me how to gamble. I learned poker from her. She taught me how to bet in poker and taught us with <laughs> chips. Apologies to our mom that she found this out probably this year when we were talking about this game. She's like, she knew, we, she knew we played cards with grandma. I don't think she realized how much grandma taught me. <laughs> I mean, they literally also had that mini slot machine, too, that they we always played. They did have the played. mini slot machine at their house. So... <laughs> I still don't understand how to how you win slots in the game because sometimes you would just win a random dollar or whatever, and I don't no, know why. Slots are always confusing because it's like, oh, you have the pattern that's like... That's why like now in modern slots where... They highlight like, it and they oh, tell I've, you how I've you won. I've bet on like 20 different lines and one of them won. It's like, how is that a line? It's like, <laughs> oh, I, I guess. Like, just, just tell me how much I won. Yeah. So, you know, they're very, like, if you, all the rules are pretty straightforward to actual gambling rules. That's all simple. Mm-hmm. The interesting parts, again, are the events in between the game. So, yeah. I get, I, seeing the robbery, a waitress will come by and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am or sir. They'll use the name that you input in the system. Mm-hmm. Like, I spilled, you know, the drink on you. How about we clean that for you for free? If you give me your jacket, I'll get it dry cleaned for you. And if you say yes, there's a 50-50 chance that she'll just rob $200 from you. <laughs> and it's great because the way you find out is 
a news reporter will come on screen and be like, last night at the Hal Casino, Mr. Like, or Ms. Katie was robbed. (laughs) (laughs) But like, if you know that event and you say no, it'll be like, they caught a thief trying to rob Uh people, blah, blah, blah. So just a very funny little interactions. At at least change it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember playing this as a kid, especially with the the roulette, where I would just put chips on every corner, so uh-huh. I would always win. Oh, always win! I I definitely bet on both red and black all the time, which but like the yeah, purpose. that's yeah, that's how that works. Like the odds of the corners are, or really anything. Like let's say you bet on every single number straight up. Yeah, you'll win one less chip than you bet. That's literally how the odds in roulette yes. work. I didn't know that as a kid. Why, no, why would we I know didn't about know what we odds? were doing. <laughs> and they don't, again, they don't put the odds anywhere on the table. So yeah, you don't not. know what you're going to win. And I don't think as a kid we knew that you could bet on multiple, like you could do the corners and stuff. That is something I feel like we learned as an adult. Maybe we knew. I knew corners. No, oh, I, I didn't I knew, know corners. Because I, I put it on the corners because I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is the easiest way to win. Just throw it on all the corners. But yeah, the events are very funny. So playing it again, I went through and I basically was actively trying to participate in the events. And something producer Kyle and I realized is it's almost best to say yes to every event, even though you might get robbed or have a chandelier drop on you. Again, real (laughs) thing that happened in the game is like, oh, a chandelier fell in your head and your hospital bill is $200. Like, (laughs) sir, if a chandelier dropped on someone's head in a casino, they're suing the heck out of that casino. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But the losses almost every single time was $200. But if you got the positive outcome of these... For example, Uh on one of them, this guy's like, come quickly. Don't you want to go see a show with me? I was like, sure. I said, yes. We go. They show the line girls on screen for like a minute, which was hilarious. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. And then it's like going to the news reporter. And they're like, last night at the show, Ms. Katie won the raffle and won $10,000. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so I just had $10,000 all of a sudden. I was like, okay. Yeah. But that's that's how you get to the 10 million or those kind of things. Because you start with 700. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get to 10 million from 700. And so- we realized like there was another one where this gentleman comes up and it is thing you can get married in the game you have to pick mr or ms at the beginning when you put your name in you can only uh-huh. marry someone of the opposite gender i mean shockingly it was the sure. 80s yes but if this guy came up to me and he's like oh you seem so lucky do you want to hang out with me i'm like okay and so we go to a bar and then we just chat and it's like chat by this him just saying like you're amazing and we connect so much can i see you again and i was like sure why not and then like two rounds later he comes back he's like i fell in love with you will you marry me i'm like this is so vegas that after one date he wants to marry me and so i said yes and the first time and they show a little could you i know <laughs> they they show a little wedding scene like you literally go they have like the the bride and groom at a chapel and then nice. it goes to a news report and then the first news report I got it was like Miss Katie was scammed by a fake husband and he ran off with two hundred of her dollars oh no I was like oh no I got scammed wedding fraud but then I got the exact same interaction later on while playing and I was like well I guess I'll say yes again why not and this time when we got married they're like he wanted to uh, the the 
casino wanted to gift their patrons and so they gave them five thousand dollars and so <laughs> as a congratulations but so the cost benefit analysis is i lost yeah. 200 if it's bad but if it's good i won five thousand yeah way worth that risk especially when you already have a you know a pot of ten thousand that i was basically at, at yeah that so there were other That's little amazing. events like that where it's like you can get an inheritance or you fall down the stairs and you have to go to the hospital like it's just yeah there's yeah, some you really got to play this way events. more than I did. I think we played it for about 10, 15 minutes. It was not very Yeah, maybe 20 minutes on but, like a Monday night. Yeah, but the, these these events are what there are um there are save codes in there. So if you do want to come back and get to your money again, you don't have to do the 10 mm. million in one sitting. The save codes are how many digits was The save codes are 26 digits. That's amazing. And they're And I'm sure they're I'm sure they're like procedurally gen not procedurally, but they're generated based on it's just like a code based on the amount of money. Probably. I, uh yeah. but like it was like the the code I got at one point was question mark uh exclamation point A one. Like it's actually complicated. It's like Yeah. No, because they wanna they're they're generating a code specific to, to give how you much the money exact amount yeah. of money that you have but it so it's very funny this might have been one of the first ones that had something like this because it's so not dynamic but it's so specific it's not yeah. like you're saving at this level no, and you, it'll just give you five lives or and whatever. It, it doesn't like, remember what events you've done cuz you can do the same right. event over and over and over and over again it does not yeah. remember uh and i i find that really interesting uh but that's how people would spam the system basically to to essentially beat the game and get the 10 million is after mm. they won a lot of money they would get the save code and if they lost their money on like roulette because roulette was the big one that people would put most of their money on if they lost yeah. big on the next round they would just reload the previous save mm -hmm. and bet it all again and that's how you could double triple <laughs> quadruple your money all that time and producer Kyle has of course just sent me a note saying there was an easier way to bet money you can go over to the 10 100 or 1000 digits to bet apparently so that would have been good to know earlier instead of me <laughs> manually going up to it every single time uh, but there was also I'm reading your reading your note that it, that it's stupid that zero at double zero don't count as evens yes I know that's in, how it works. I know that's how it works. I still disagree. They are, they're even numbers. Uh, there's some debate whether zero is an even number or not. But yes, it's an even number. It should count. I know that Vegas doesn't care, but it should count. <laughs> it doesn't count as red or black either because it's green. I know. Well, that I know. Cause it, well, in this actually, in this game, it was blue because I don't think they could make green. <laughs> green. I'm not sure they could make green things, so it was blue. No, because the watermelons were green, so they did have green in the game. There's a quote right there. The, the water watermelons were green. In the slot this is, machine. This is a sentence that happened in a casino game. Oh, for the, the, that makes the it the way machine. more sense. That's right. It's in the slot machine. <laughs> There's cherries and watermelons in the slots and, uh, and bl blueberries and lemons and a bar and a seven and yeah and the triple bar. I don't know the bars, but yeah, basically it's a really simple game. You either lose all your money or you make 10 million. That's it. It's a real straightforward. Just like real Vegas. <laughs> yeah, except you could actually win. Apparently the Japanese version is almost exactly like 
the North American version. In fact, it's also in English because you're in Vegas. So that's kind of funny. But they use slightly stronger language and also have a ton of mentions of cigarettes, which they took out for the American (laughs) version. So Uh, there you go. I wonder, and I should have, I should have asked you this. I wonder if you could count cards in blackjack. I don't think you can. I don't think they, I'm assuming they don't simulate shuffling deck and then shuffle. No. It's just every time. Well, and that's something producer Kyle and I discussed of the odds of how random are the odds for like roulette in this game? Like, is it actually going random or is there some pattern that they have in their system? Don't know. It's, it's way harder. I feel like it's way harder to program a pattern that it would be to just make it straight up random. I say this like random numbers are easy. Random, random numbers are not the easiest thing to do. Now they're easy because everyone's made functions for them. But back then, they literally in my easy. simulation classes, three of my simulation classes started with how to generate random numbers yeah. correctly. But Blackjack apparently, and we read multiple accounts online, it wasn't just us, because Kyle and I, when we played it, we kept losing Blackjack. Like, the odds just seemed to be against us in Blackjack. And we've read multiple accounts online that everyone seems to think Blackjack was rigged. Huh, that's interesting. Because it should be, Blackjack is a game of rules. Yeah, like, but apparently the dealers got 20 and 21 all the time. That's crazy, because it should, like... It should be completely random, and the dealer's behavior is fixed. Rules. But, and yet, like, yeah, like, and yet, huh. that is interesting. And so, like, what you're supposed to do as a player is like essentially set as rules. Yeah, like you're supposed to like if this if you're in this scenario, you should do this. Yeah, like if you've got if you're showing this and the dealer is showing this, this is what you should do. Absolutely. But that's it. That's the game. It's really simple. It's yeah. really straightforward. We played a ton of this as kids, I feel like. It would never be for long periods of time, but we would pop over, play a couple mm. rounds of like roulette or of the slot machine, and then just move on. Like I feel like it was just one of those. We would just play every once in a while, but almost every time we went, we played a little bit of it. I think when I needed a break from losing at Mario, we would go and play <laughs> We would we would go and lose in the casino instead. Lose at the casino instead and get robbed apparently. <laughs> and get robbed apparently. Yeah, not much to it, but you know, I would say it did it well, but apparently it might not have if the computer was a cheating <laughs> bastard. Oh wait, I mean to be fair, that's a casino for you. Wow, yes. So there was actually a sequel to the game that How? came out for I the mean, just more, SNES. Yeah. Yeah, it was called ah. Vegas Stakes. And if you've heard our earlier episode about Guitar Hero Rock Band and all those rhythm games, Vegas Stakes came with a peripheral. Oh, God. It supported one, at least, of a mouse. Don't know why, but you could get a mouse for the SNES and it worked with this game. I mean, I feel like playing things like roulette would be way easier yeah. with a mouse. Yeah. And it featured blackjack, poker, craps, roulette, and slot machines. And craps would be way easier with a mouse. And there were multiple casinos in this game. It wasn't all one place. So you had to go and beat different casinos. Uh, And the game came out in 1993 in North America. And then they redid it for the Game Boy in 1995. And it actually got a, like, it got 
middling scores. It had a four out of uh, five on all games, a 71 out of 100 for computer and video games. Electronics Gaming Monthly gave it a 7.6. Like, ooh, Famitsu gave it a 27 out of 40. Nice. That's harsh. Yeah, well, I mean. There was one sequel. It was fine. <laughs> it was another casino game. They it did add craps, casino. though. They added, they added two games. They added poker and craps. Craps is really hard. I could see where that would be hard because of the way that the odds and payouts work. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're getting cents back. Maybe they only let you bet at certain levels so you don't have to worry about cents. Well, yeah, and that's how it works. When you're playing on an actual craps table, they'll be like, no, don't put 10, put 12, because then I could give you 15 back or whatever. Like, that's just how it works out. But if you're using a computer or playing the the push the button craps, then it doesn't care if it gives you 13 cents or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. So. But yeah, so that's it. That's the game. We just wanted to talk about it because we thought it was funny and we had a very hilarious moment of recognition when this game popped up and we're like this is it this is the game we yeah. played as kids no, it, was, it was funny because it's like we were so excited we're like we've got the casino game and it's like this isn't it and then this yeah, is not the said, right casino we game it, we're like this is it oh my god so um, i don't know if i would do recommend you... it to anyone <laughs> no because you could go anywhere online and find and better probably casino games yeah, but it was good fun like... and if, if you can find the music online listen to the music it's not bad actually that's fair do you even want to give this a score? I mean, sure. I'll, it's it's a six out of ten. It's not good. Yeah, yeah, like it's it's, it's deeper uh, than I'm, I thought when it had all of these random events that I was not. Well, expecting. that's true. But is it good? No, six out of ten. What about this you? Is th- it's six out of ten. Like this is the type of stuff that you found on like a TI eighty three calculator yeah, games, like exactly with the random events where you would get more money. Like, that's that's what this felt like. Yep, that's pretty much it. So, really so, basic. It was it was, it was was all for the memories on this game. It was it, it brought back good memories of playing at our grandmother's house and oh yeah. of learning how to gamble with grandma. So, there you go. <laughs> so, thanks for the memories. This sounds like a TV show, learning how to gamble with grandma. It does sound like <laughs> So, that's it for our quick random non-rose. Thanks for joining us. We'll have some more uh, other maybe random non-roses coming up. Some of our regular episodes will be back as well. But uh, yeah, check out some videos online and see how ridiculous this game is. We had a good laugh about it. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Check us out on social media, GWGW Show. You can find us Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, any of the podcast platforms of choice. Mm-hmm. Apple and Spotify, you can leave comments and reviews. You can have polls on Spotify apparently now, so we might start playing around with that. Why not? So thank you to our producers. You guys are always keeping us in line and help us out when we need you. And when you guys weren't around and it was just Chris and I, it got ridiculous. So really appreciate your help on everything you guys do. (laughs) And thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you in the next one. So say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Bye, everyone. Big money, big money, big money, no whammy.